episode 33 of Book Off Banter. Even though we're far too old to be saying this sort of thing, it's our birthday week. And so we're, we're just going to do a really quick episode um, so I don't have to edit and stuff on my birthday. So yeah, we probably should have grown out of that by now, but we haven't. So yeah, sorry, this is going to be a quick episode. Please keep sending in your stories and um, Wanker of the Weeks. I've had some honestly eye-watering stories after the Apple story. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I got tagged in all these pictures of apples. Oh my God. I was like, God, I hope the person that did it doesn't listen to this podcast. I got some seriously like worrying stories. One including um, a treat for a girlfriend. So the rose that you would think would have just been a really nice thing to give to her. He decided to give to her in a slightly unorthodox fashion and shoved it thorny what, side. Shove up his ass? Not his arse. No! Yeah. Oh my God. Can you even? What the fuck was he thinking? <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, I feel, I feel a bit sick. No, I like need to go and have a bit of fresh air. I felt like it was. Oh my. You really. You can feel that, can't you? (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, can we just get on with some other news? I just, I don't want to, I don't want to think about it anymore. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that story. Oh my God. Yeah, but keep them coming to book off Banter. I, I was quite, I was fairly innocent and went, oh, did he stick it off his arse? <laughs> all innocent. What? I mean, why stick the fucker anywhere? Just give her a rose. <laughs> She's now spent Valentine's Day in A&E. Oh, yeah, that's true. What's wrong? Kind of takes people? away from the actual joy of giving someone a flower. Because even if it hadn't got stuck or whatever, like, I don't know if I'd want it. Bloody hell. Thank God he didn't get her a box of chocolate as well. Christ knows where they would have ended up. (laughs) Honestly, next Valentine's Day she'll be like, she'll be a nervous wreck. Don't get me anything. No card, nothing. I'm good. Just please uh, yeah it's 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 all about you show me your love every day i don't need anything (laughs) special just let's just not i've got about i got a wheelbarrow on valentine's so so that's quite quite good that was not stuck anywhere thank god that would be horrible i've got a wheelbarrow for my birthday one year i really liked it It was pink all right so we're going to start with our news um, and then we're going to quickly move on to some horsey birthdays and then we're going to just do wanker of the week. So, Carla, news. Tell me about your tooth. <laughs> I haven't, I feel like I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a letdown because I haven't got a lot of sort of horsey news. I don't think I have anyway, any horsey news wise because Vince is having a little bit of an easier time at the moment. So, yeah, a little bit easier there. But I don't know where to start on all the rest of the shit that's been going on in my life, to be honest. So I worked a night shift last night and um, I broke a tooth. I broke a tooth on a scone. How? Like, how what the f- you... I don't know. I don't even know what even happened. I didn't even notice either until I'd finished. So I've worked this bit of tooth. I've obviously swallowed it as well. And I finished this. I, to be fair, I don't chew my food very well. 
and I was and then I was just like oh my tooth feels a bit ragged and then I went out to look and half it's well a quarter of it's missing oh for fuck's sake so I've never had any problems like that with my teeth before I chipped one of my teeth um at Bongo Bingo actually on I can't remember what it was like my mum brought healthy snacks to Bongo Bingo as you do she brought like a little picnic so they basically pretty much strip search you on the way into Bongo Bingo my mum managed to bring in a backpack I think they probably just thought she looks like she wouldn't be the type. She had like snacks that she yeah. sort of laid out on the table. She brought drinks with us. Aww. Anyway, she brought these healthy snacks that were like, I think some sort of really hard sweet corn, kind of like baked yeah. sweet corn. So I chipped my tooth on that. And they were like, to be fair, they were like pebbles, but a scone, like scones are soft. I've, I've, I, well, yeah they are i'm actually thinking about it i think i might have weakened it previously i think and i think just this scone just tipped it over its edge and i'm absolutely gutted because i've never really had any problems with my teeth before i've spent a lot of money on straightening my teeth and now i've well it's one of my bad ones and bit of it's missing so i was so pissed off with that i'm a botox look can't move my forehead <laughs> It has given me, it has given me slightly evil eyebrows. So um, I look a bit like an evil villain, don't I? When I do that, look, I look like I, I've got, I should be casting Harry Potter as a evil witch. Um, yeah, I had that done, and I actually posted about it on Instagram, and I, I got a bit of backlash. People like going, "Oh, I'm very surprised that somebody like you would have Botox." I'm like, "Why? Why would? Do I look that rough?" That, that, and they were just like, well, I just, and one girl actually said to me, she was, well, you, you talk a lot about body positivity and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, but this is my face, man. And my face looks like a test. My face looks like a testicle if I let it go, like too bad. Like, and nobody needs to see that. So I do, I do have Botox. Um, it is something that I do purely for me because um, I have a testicle forehead and it just, cheers me up it makes me feel a bit more confident so it's my it's my shizzle and i'm sticking with it so yeah that's my news oh and vince lost a shoe today little bastard so yeah it's that's the news year, isn't it a bit boring well yeah brace yourself oh god here we go i went to oh Aintree. god are we go- is it the saga oh i was, I was talking about the new part. oh aintree come on what happened was it good it was a show of two halves very much oh okay so Manny was incredible. So careful, giving everything about the foot. Honestly, it meant the world because you know how at the last show he'd had a couple down, then yeah. a couple down, then three down. And Carla was like, don't worry. You know, it's part of the process. Like, we'll contrain this. Yeah. And honestly, it just felt super rewarding that no, yeah. like, nothing kind of, you know, no back boots, nothing like other than grid work. And he, the horse was just he's i actually don't think he's ever jumped rounds like that he was on his best form pancake fucking polar opposite i honestly i don't know what happened he got there and he just wasn't himself he was really freaked Mm. out in the stable and pan's not like that like no he's traveled loads he's competed at loads of different shows he wouldn't eat he didn't want to put his head over the stable door so anyway, I got on him the first Ooh. day 
and he he was so upper height he couldn't even think straight like he didn't want to be in the ring so he mm. got eliminated great start that obviously put me in a super mood day two oh great got him in the ring and he basically just galloped off so we got overall offenses i don't know how many we had down a lot um mm. he was just basically flat out galloping around the ring so that was day two and then I, obviously every night we're like racking our brains. What could it be that's upset him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is he so unhappy in the stable? We tried giving him loads of small feeds. We thought he didn't like the hay. We tried getting him different hay. We tried giving him a digestive karma. Like, you name it, we tried it. Then the third it, day, yeah, yeah. we tried getting on him an hour before and putting him in a different warm-up because I felt like he didn't like the warm-up. So we did that and he did seem happier, but then as soon as he went in the indoor warm-up and everyone was kind of saying, oh, well, you know, it's the first show from outdoor to indoor. And usually, and if that had been Manny, I would have taken it, but Pam's not bothered by that. And I just don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm honestly, I'm still no further forward. But anyway, he jumped a better round on the third day. And then on the fourth day, he actually jumped quite a nice round, but he wouldn't jump mm. anything in the warm-up to the point where... On the third day, it became like a group effort. Like, and that's where... Really? Yeah, it was, it was horrific. Um, honestly, I can't say enough about like, you know, because it was a lot of kind of bigger names there and stuff. And people were so lovely. They stopped warming their own horses yeah, yeah. up to let me have the run of the fence. There was a steward standing at the side to try and stop Pancake running out. Pancake actually just nearly flattened the steward. He didn't offer oh, to no. do that again. Embarrassing. <laughs> so that was, it was a little bit awkward. Um, but then he went in the ring and he would jump, but it was like, he, he just was so freaked out. And so I did have a little cry um, because mm. I just, like I said to Ben, I don't mind going away and working on something, but I don't know what I could work on because he just maybe, lost his Maybe shit. it's just one of those things. Yeah. And, and maybe he's just, Aintree's just not a show you take him to. He jumped, he's jumped out before. And you know, oh, oh, really? Yes, like that, because people were like, maybe he doesn't like here. And I was like, he's jumped here nicely before. Like, I just, I honestly don't know. So I was really, one positive to take away from it is, like Ben said, you did actually keep your head. And he said every day, old me, I think would have just been like, either I just yeah. not getting back on tomorrow or I would have like, yeah, totally got overthought it and ridden really bad. In actual fact, kind of, I'm more just was like, okay, let's try this tomorrow. I'll try riding him like this tomorrow. I'll try and yeah. do this. And I felt like I could kind of keep it in perspective. And so that was a massive positive. And actually, they both stepped up a class. And the height didn't phase me at all. So that was a massive positive. Mm. Um, so there was definitely some, like, good bits to take away. But yeah. I was, like, I'm not going to lie, I was absolutely devastated. And the plan had been they were going to have a break and now I don't know. I don't really want to finish on that. So maybe they won't like have a break just yet. So anyway, that was, that was the downside. The plus side was because they'd had the Hoys show the week before and I thought they were mm -hmm. going to take all the jumps away, but they didn't. So I got to jump all the Hoys jumps and they oh, had, wow. I know they had like the gold post box with all the Olympic signatures Oh. The big oh. and all the drapes around the edge of the arena um, oh. honestly I was 
over the moon. I was so excited. Oh, that's brilliant. It was like oh my god that's so amazing exciting. yeah so that was lovely and then the other thing was I'm actually gonna um I think I'm gonna p- try and put it on tonight um on the Instagram the facilities were incredible so the muck heap was a conveyor belt like <laughs> I love it yeah you you tipped the muck on and pressed a button and it took it away Did you, were you tempted to ride on it Oh, is that just no? Like, I would have got in the muck like, trailer. Yeah, but that's a small price to pay. <laughs> like you could have done like a really funny video of you running the, you know, running like the wrong way on it or something. No, it like kind of goes treadmill. It goes like in a tunnel. Or you, or you you'd have had done to lie like down. Surfing. Oh my god! Like you, yeah, you could have done that lying down. <laughs> you could have been like, you know, like, you know, what, was it Augustus Gloop? Yes. In the I'm actually reading that to Henry channels. at the minute. You could have done that, but you could have been doing that, but with shit. Do you know what? I'm, I'm good for I'm that. I'm disappointed. But Aintree, beware! <laughs> never, ever let Carla book a stable. She's starting to BS now. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like so it's switch. just me, I think. I see things like that and I go, I want to ride on that. Well, I didn't do that, but oh. Oh. I was really excited by like the staples or like the old fashioned ones and they slant down and they've got a little drain. So all the wee like runs out the drain and oh, it was, oh, yeah, yeah. It was just the absolute like dream that stable Manny, who... like, oh my god and the piss came yeah. out the front of the stable what a dream oh it was just so lovely it was so just... instead of it being soaked up we got to like step through the piss no we went into the stable it, it was went the dream it went into each stable had an individual drain outside of it oh so fancy. so easily pleased aren't you i am and then you had like drain this conveyor belt and a piss pot and she's happy i'm a happy girl <laughs> over like the stables where the grand national winners had stayed they had like the name of the horse that had been uh, in that stable i oh, wasn't in the nice. grand national stable i think that was maybe the trouble for pan but oh my, it was just beautiful and actually like just randomly but they were so tight on their COVID protocol. They were so, they were so incredible. The, the yeah. effort that must have gone in. Like every day, everyone had to have their temperature taken and they got a wristband to allow yeah. them to be there for that day. Um, and then like the oh, next oh, day, wow. the next day you got a different color wristband and people would come around like regularly yeah. and check your wristbands and they'd put a huge screen you could watch like people weren't by the side of the ring so i just they'd gone to like so much effort so it was an amazing yeah. show and if pancake hadn't been a complete nut of wazik it would have been a really lovely time so yeah so it was a great experience it would have been better if pancake had had not been, not been an a absolute bellend. bastard yeah and just ruined it yeah. i've told him numerous times that i like him much less than i used to so yeah he's not your favorite anymore no definitely not not your favorite Okay, so shall we I'm going out show jumping soon, though. Have you got something so booked? After, no, Vince is having a bit of a holiday. And right. then I made the fatal mistake of saying on my Instagram, that, yeah, I'm going to go out and do some British show jumping. I say that every winter and I never fucking do. <laughs> um, um, but this time, <clears throat> this time I'm sort of being held a bit to account to it. <clears throat> and I've set myself a target. And I am going, we're going to be very confident around newcomers by next March. Which, to be fair, like novice is 110. Yeah. The novice is 110. So 
I know the jump off bit is 120, isn't it? The newcomers, but yeah, it'd be fine. Probably go out and do it next week. So no, don't doing it next week. But yeah, so yeah, that's my intention. So, um, which is, yeah, I'm going to be joining the show jumpers. I'm going to get myself a jacket and it's two sizes too small and some like fluff and stuff. So you can ask for that for your birthday. This is true. So what have you asked for for your birthday? I, feel oh, like I think I everyone knows what I've asked for for my... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think people don't like... Yeah. So I was I was just scrolling through Instagram, procrastinating because I've got loads to do at the moment. And somebody's story popped up and she went, <laughs> what happens when your mate tries these boots on? And her friend had tried on a pair of these boots. And I was like, so I messaged this. I was like, where the fuck are you? And where are those boots? Because I need them in my life. So she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, I love them. So um, I uh, found out where these boots were from. Actually not too expensive. And I'm going to tell you now, these aren't just a pair of boots. I have fallen in love with these boots. As I did say on my Instagram story, I love them more than Harry Styles. That's deep. That's true love. It is. Um, for those that haven't seen them, they are... Jim, a pair of, kind of riding mirrored. boots wrapped in tin foil. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are. They are very, very metallic uh like a mirror silver um they are fucking great they are brilliant i mean i do think to myself i think like what would people say when i go somewhere in them and then i think how loud the boots are but i love them i love them i love them i love them i don't care what anyone else thinks um and so many people like oh my god and i'm like yeah they're ace and I do and so they are top of the birthday list so that's mainly it like I put loads of stuff on my birthday list every single year my husband as we have discussed at Christmas is monumentally shit at buying presents yeah so the chance of me getting anything off my list is very slim I'll probably get a rose stuck somewhere where it shouldn't be is what I'll probably get <laughs> if I'm lucky you want to hope it's myself just a nostril <laughs> Oh yeah. Um so that's the main thing. Um but yeah, I, I for some reason I'm quite I well I'm I'm sort of half excited and half dreading this birthday because my birthday's next Wednesday, by the way, everybody. Um so you know, if you did want to perhaps like buy me a set of shiny boots, it's next Wednesday. You can you can message me for my address and I'll I'll happily hand it over for free boots. Anyway, um I yeah it's my birthday next week and I had a plan to go out with a couple of my friends on the Friday night and I do feel like it's slowly like initially when we planned it pubs were you know with Covid possibilities we, we could go out to eat and we could drink as normal just sit at our tables then it like everything had to shut at 10 so we were like well we'll just go out earlier and now we're all sitting there like oh what tier are we going to be in nobody knows what's going to happen so kind of sitting there with a little bit of dread so I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking I might just get drunk in my kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, that's where I'm going. 
And can I say, can I just go back to the boots quickly? It did make me giggle. Someone sent me the thing. Oh, you could get this jacket to match. And she sent me a silver jacket, like a link to a silver jacket. And I had the audacity to message back going, oh, that's just too far. That is, that's, come on now. Steady on. I can't wear silver boots and a silver jacket. Oh yeah, because that would be too much. <laughs> that would just that would just be too much. Although I would look like a rather snazzy robot, so I kind of kind of coming round to the silver jacket. I'm thinking with a pair of black pair of black breeches, I would look like some sort of like look like something from Mars, wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Vince is going to be like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Uh, with my evil eyebrows yeah i look like i will i look like a space villain like dr evil don't <laughs> you dr evil rocking up <laughs> oh, is she a, i'd be like robocop or something just like with bizarre eyebrows <laughs> robo eventer that'd be me robo eventer i said so, when she sent them to me i was like you at this point have way out children put children piss i don't even know that children piss would wear those boots like, you're another level now. You are in the wrong sport. You should not be eventing. Imagine if you turned up eventing in those boots. <laughs> I, wanted, I want to, I thought, there's no, I actually checked the rule book and there would be <laughs> nothing to stop me wearing them cross country. <laughs> I checked the rule book. <laughs> I reckon if you want to see someone in tweed cry, that's probably the quickest way to do it. <laughs> Can you imagine? The actual outrage of me going cross country in a pair of silver boots. It would be as well, like, you know, sometimes, like, do you have where you describe someone to, like, say, if I'm describing a mum to Ben, and, like, I'll be like, you know, the one who always wears leggings or something like that. People will be going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know her. No, I don't know who you mean. The one with the silver. Oh, I know who you mean. Oh, I'm not really loud one with the silver boots. Because that's the thing about me. I'm very, I'm very inconspicuous. Is it inconspicuous the word? Like, you know, you wouldn't even know I'm there when I'm at a show normally. 100%. With your dogs <laughs> eating people's picnics and your children scrapping over a can of tango. Christ. <laughs> you wouldn't even know I'm there. And these silver boots, they were just, you know, they would just rise me up. I just, yeah, they are, they are a thing of beauty and I love them. And don't be hating on my boots, man. Don't be hating on my boots. Mm. And actually, I've come around to the silver jacket too. But yeah, <laughs> so I, I am happy. <laughs> I would wear them cross country. I'd wear them everywhere. I'd wear them, I'd wear them just go to the shops. Just, I just wear them. I just love them. I They're wonder gorgeous. what people would say about that. Not only was she in horsey gear, but she was in fucking silver <laughs> horsey gear. We didn't think it could get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> she smelt of horse piss and she was wearing silver boots. She looked like she'd oh just landed God. from Mars. <laughs> <laughs> and she had very strange eyebrows. I've just got a vision. Up, oh my like, God. You know when you get a really. I've just got a vision of you lying on a conveyor belt, covered in shit, dressed like wrapped in tin foil. <laughs> 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 oh god oh, I just, okay i mean i am i mean because obviously the other thing that you may have seen i like snazzy shoes because i've got a pair of light up trainers oh jesus I? yes i'd forgotten about those <laughs> <And> actually <coughs> they're quite good for hacking in yeah. the winter 
they would, wouldn't they? They would, but they, they're trainers, so, so, you know, dangerous souls. But yeah, they would be really good. Um, I, they're actually my work shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quite grumpy on a night shift. And I thought to myself, how can I cheer myself up? And I thought, what I need is some shoes that flash. Because you cannot be miserable if you're wearing either silver boots or flashy shoes. So I did have an incident last night. So I had these, my, I had my uh, disc trainers on for the first time. I was very proud of them. And I had a, a pediatric patient that came for an x-ray. And so I thought, oh, this kid will love my shoes. So I think she was about 10. And I said, right, I'm going to show you something. And I need you to tell me if you think they're cool or rubbish. And she's like, right, okay. So I set my shoes off because you have to press a button to set them off. And she went, oh, they're cool. I said, oh, thank you. So turn my shoes off, I did a rectory. And then as she was leaving the room, she went to her mum. I don't think she, well, she obviously didn't think I could. She went, I didn't think they were cool. I thought they were a bit stupid, really. Love. Fucking burn. Oh my God. Oh my shoes. That was brutal. I was quite, actually quite cross. That was brutal. Imagine obviously what she, she would say about your riding boots. I don't care because she's got obviously got no taste Katie that's the problem Honestly, I can just got, imagine you, you having a disciplinary because you've got into a verbal slanging match with a 10 year old <laughs> over whether or not your trainers are cool well I think you'll find I think you'll find they are very cool you can also have one they, you can have different colors flashing they are very very cool and they make me happy so yeah it's been all about the footwear this week well, so what I've about your boots? What's on it? Anything is. I've asked for boots, but not for me. Um, I got them early, so I asked for some new travel boots for the horses because mine always slip down. Do okay. yours end up looking like slouch socks? So I very, I very rarely travel in travel boots. Oh, you see, I had one horse. He wasn't right? the best traveller, to be fair. <laughs> And it stood oh. on its travel boot and like shredded it. And you know, yeah. from then on, I'm always like, oh, imagine if that had been his leg. So anyway, so mine always wear travel boots. I, I, yeah, I do. Coming home from the Ben, yeah. But they always look like slouch socks and it really pisses me off because I say to Ben, when we get off the lorry, you just want them to look, well, I, obviously it's not important, but I want them to look really fancy and they don't. So I said to Ben, I want all new so I'm only obviously competing two horses at the minute and probably will be for the foreseeable future. Um, so he, he, they were quite expensive. They were Bucas ones. So I think they were like 90 quid a pair. So I said, can I have some, some of these travel boots? And he said, yeah. So two pairs. And I said, mm, three pairs. And he said, well, you've only got two horses. Yes. And I, I said, but I might get three. And he was like, right. So I'm spending 90 pounds in case you get three and I was like and they might not match and I yeah. couldn't bear that yeah no, Ooh, Ben was like fuck yeah. my life with her but he gave me the early so they could wear them for entry and they looked very smart and it made me very happy and they didn't slip and they weren't slouch socks um and then I couldn't think of anything else and I was like am I actually running out of horse things to buy now like am I exhausted but then there's a good chance me. there's a good chance oh what have you seen when you go to like the prems just, I mean, obviously, the money there is just off the scale. Yeah. And so I'm like yeah. just a kid in a sweet shop. Like, my head was on a swivel. Actually, at one point, um, there was this gorgeous horse being led around the, um, the stable. 
And I just like elbowed Ben and said, look at that horse. And this groom said, do you like him? And I was like, yeah, he's gorgeous. And Ben was like, fucking hell. Because the groom was like an Irish guy. And I love Irish accents. He had blue eyes and he was Irish. And Ben was like, Jesus, an Irish guy leading a nice horse. He was like, I'm amazed you're still here. (laughs) So I would have put him on my my birthday list for sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. I didn't know where they sold them. So, um, yeah, the thing I saw that I really liked, which, like, it's ridiculous, really, but why not, is they all had, like, really nice... I wanted I wanted new stable rugs, but I couldn't find any that I liked, but I found some now, so I'm adding them onto my list. Um, but then they yeah. all had their names up the kind of neck bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I need that in my life. So... Okay. That's, that's gone on my birthday list. I mean, just ridiculous, really. Ben said, how many rugs do we need extensive. for you to go to a show? Yeah, about a thousand each. Probably. probably. I mean, probably about a thousand is about fair, I think. That's and obviously number, all with round. my name on in case I go forget for which horses are mine. Yeah. I'll only need to look at the next. Who you are. Exactly. Um, you don't want to forget who you are. So I nearly headbutted a wing in the warm-up with pancakes. So potentially I always I think could that, it's quite funny. I always think it's quite funny. Like a famous show jumper, like if they're trying to push in or whatever, and like warm up and everything. I, I wish at one point I'd be like a steward. And like if a famous show jumper was like, and they said to me, do you know who I am? And I would say, well, there's no chance of anyone ever forgetting my love because it's embroidered on every single fucking piece of clothing that you own. Everyone knows who you are. It's on the horse's rug necks. <laughs> yeah, that'll be you, Katie, when you're all because you're famous from the podcast. You'll be like, Don't you know who I am? And everyone's like, Well, everyone fucking knows who you are. So it's Katie on everything. We all know who you are. Yeah. I mean, not to the famous part, but yes, to the names on fucking everything. So that's my that's my birthday list. I mean, I did actually also, because fuck me, the lorry's there. I mean, oh my God. So really quickly, um, got there on the first day and we blew the electrics again. Oh my God, this lorry and its electrics. So I was like, oh my God. It's making me anxious. I was like, that's it now. I can't bear it. Cause you know, I'm not one for dramatics. I can't take it anymore. No, yeah, Um, imagine, yeah, yeah. Actually, we just needed to flick the fuse box and the electrician knew where the fuse box was. So that was really easily fixed. So that was fine. Then Ben went to use the cooker and he said, um, why is the cooker not working? Because we just had all the new, like, new gas pipes and stuff put in. Yeah. Why is the cooker not working? And I said, I don't know. Ring the guy. Like, this is ridiculous now. It's the fucking guy. So bearing in mind, he knew that we were leaving on Wednesday. And we picked the lorry up at 10 o'clock on Tuesday night, which is when Ben had finished work. So we rang the guy and we said, the cooker won't work. Like when you've, ch- when you've fixed all the like pipes and stuff, has something happened? And he said, mm, I thought you were very low on gas. Maybe oh it would have been, God. you motherfucking changed it then, wouldn't it? Like, so we didn't have a cooker. Oh my God. Oh <laughs> like, my God. What have you got to do? So anyway, while I was sulking about just everything going wrong, that everyone else has got these pop out up like 
how many pops does a lorry need? Like, you could have housed like 85 people in there. A sky dish, like, fucking could have probably got a satellite from Mars. Like, a signal from Mars. I know, I know. Fuck me. And so I was like to Ben, look at these lorries. They've got heating. They've got cookers. He said, Katie, look at the car that's parked outside that lorry. Fucking Rolls Royce. I shit you not. Yeah. Oh my God. Next to like, that makes me a bit. Lale or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popping left, right, center, and sideways. It's a bloody Rolls Royce. (laughs) Oh my God. It's insane. It's utterly insane. I can't. Oh, I just can't be doing with it. All these rich people. I know. I just want them to. I bet they. I bet they've got silk. I bet they have. A, I bet their actual boobs aren't just like a silver color. They're actual silver. Yeah. But they're actually silver. They, if they had silver boots, they'd be like or gold, gold leaf boots. They'd have. Can't be doing. <sighs> you have to think, these people. You go, like, just imagine that. I always think this sometimes, like, especially like when you get towards the end of the month, there's like quite a lot of months left and not a lot of pay packet. <laughs> I always think, be really nice. Be really nice to just be able to like tap and not have to stare at it go please go through please go through please go through yeah do you know what i mean there's just always to always be comfortable and mind you to be fair my husband says it didn't matter how much money i had i'd still be able to spend it and always says month. that about me it's no matter how much you had you'd spend more but actually yeah, yeah one day we were walking I'd... like because you walk kind of up past the golf at uh, the golf course the fuck me the race course to get to the uh, arena. race course yeah and um so I was like passing some, so I was coming back on Pan and she was going down on her horse. And obviously they were minted and the horse was absolutely gorgeous. And like, I smiled and Ben smiled and she just like didn't smile back and just kind of, most people were really friendly to be fair, but anyway, this girl just kind of like stony faced. And when we passed, I was like to Ben, what the fuck she got to be miserable about? She hasn't just had to ride pancake. Here's me on bargain basement pancake who's just tried to smack my face into every wing in the warm-up. And she's got a face like a yeah. fiddle. I know, I know. Come on. Come on, crack a smile. It's fun. It's a lot more fun when you turn up in a Rolls Royce than it is when you turn up in a 12-year-old Honda Civic, like what I do. <laughs> oh. But yeah, oh. So quickly, anyway, before... we'll be grateful for the things that we have got. I'm very yeah. grateful for the things I have got. Don't and like in wrong, a week or two, just... I'll probably like pancake again. Yeah, I'll be grateful. You love for him, really. Quickly, before we move on to anchor of the week, I had to read um, this email that we got from the boyfriend from last week's anchor of the week. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, I, I saw gonna, pictures of this guy on this horse. I thought I'm going to have to read it because um, it just made me think so yeah. much of like horsey women. Um, I could li- when you know when you read something, you're like, I can, I can imagine yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said, "I'm writing in relation to your wanker of the week pod to fill in a couple of points that were conveniently missed. I'm three weeks on from the accident, and <laughs> I am now able to put my socks on." However, (laughs) trying to brave it out, I agreed to go on my first proper car journey, which of course had to involve moving a horse two hours across the country. 
After dosing myself up in anticipation of the two hours of bone grinding hell whilst smiling and saying, it's fine, I was picked up by a grinning Lottie who within a mile turned to me with a false smile and saying, sorry, pressed play on your Wanker of the Week podcast and proceeded to chuckle for several miles. Oh my God. I just wanted to fill you in on a couple of gaps. Yes, Pod was being a complete twat. And while waiting to get on him, I did think to myself, this isn't going to go well. But the thought of hearing those words, for God's sake, if I backed out now, made me say to myself, I'm sure it'll be fine. After the first aborted attempt to get on was met with the encouraging words of, just get the fuck on. He's being a twat. As he spun away from the mountain block. It was at this point I went from, this isn't going to end well to this is going to end badly as pod was now in the middle of the yard whilst i was being firmly encouraged to get on him i asked innocently how to which came the gentle and probably horsey reply of move the fucking mounting block (laughs) i don't recall being told (laughs) to sit up but i do remember thinking i've got this as we headed out the yard As you probably realise, it was a pretty short race for pod standards before I was climbing into the flower bed. And as I thought that might offer me some protection. However, stones in your back combined with stinging nettles are quite uncomfortable, no matter the extent of your injuries. Could I also point out some errors in the story? As the ground below me definitely felt more like concrete and less like gravel. Also, it was only three ribs and my scapula. However, a further x-ray has showed a break in my clavicle. I, I oh, hope that no. clears everything up. So I think, I think the story has definitely been clarified from both sides now. <laughs> we just need pod. We just need pod's <laughs> point of view, to be honest. And then we've got, we've got it all. We've got it all, haven't we? I, I, I read oh that God. and it made me giggle because... That is so horsey. Just fucking get on it. Like, what are you pansying yeah, about no. for? Move the fucking mountain block. <laughs> and he's like, oh. no. <laughs> well, it's cantering on the spot and snorting. Like, okay, I'll push the mountain do you, block do you, understand, do you understand now? Do you understand now why your granddad didn't let go of them ponies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I sent him a message back and I said, so when's your next race? And he said, unfortunately, people will have to wait for that, as Lottie has decided that one horse will be enough for now. The obvious choice to stay was the calm and gentle George. Well, that would be obvious to a non-horsey person. But no, the mad, crazy wanker of the week yeah, is to stay. <laughs> Every time I see him looking out the stable yeah, now, stayed. he's grinning at me like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> he is as well. He is like eyeballing him. Ah, come on. Come on, boyo. It's round two. It's the I, remix. I hope he does get back on pod two soon because I'm quite looking forward to the second wave. I was literally um, just about to say the same as you. <laughs> I just want, like, I would give them a segment on the show. I just want to hear all about what goes on. Because he also put PS Pod also Absolutely. bites. <laughs> oh, my God. He's lovely horses, Pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I'm not sure if she ever wants to sell him that this has really helped Pod's chances for ever fighting a new home. Don't know. She'd have to change his name, wouldn't she? Yeah. He looks awfully like that horse Pod. No, his name is Pid. His name is Pid. It's always been Pid. 
never been known as pod. No, no, never. But as a, as a horse tries to bite someone's arm off. No. Oh, he's never done that before. He's never done that before. Put your granny on him. Gallops <laughs> off down the driveway, deposits. Yeah. <laughs> Gallops off down the driveway, deposits it in the rider in the flower bed. Well, he's, honestly, he's never done that before. No, absolutely not. Poor Pidpod. So please keep us uh-huh. up to date. We're desperate for you to recover from your injury so you can ride him again. Um, from a purely unselfish yeah. point of view. Hurry up and get better. <laughs> so um, my wanker of the week, I'm nominating Manny, which I should be nominating Pancake because he's an absolute bastard. Manny? But, yes. So... I had to clip them both before we went. Now, Pancake's an apps. I've talked about this before. Pancake's deranged to clip. He doesn't sedate. We tried with the vet. The vet gave him three loads of dope, and he still was careering around the wash box. So you have to just clip him as best you can, none of his head, really. And you've got to use dog clippers for the whole of his neck. It's an absolute shit show. So I knew what I was getting myself into with that, and that's fair enough. Manny, on the other hand, is an absolute legend, except for one ear and one mm-hmm. eye. But I can never remember which ear he doesn't like. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> I got on my like step, because obviously he's about 85 hands high, started to clip and he freaked out. And he jammed my hand against the heat lamp, like on the solarium. Oh, Look at my hand. This is a week and a half later. As he, oh! You've been branded. Yeah. Oh my god. So that's that's a week and a half that looks old. A bit like bacon. <laughs> it was a bit. It smelled a bit like bacon. Oh. Um. <laughs> so as if that wasn't bad enough, we went to Aintree, and on the first day it blistered quite badly, and I put my hand. You Ooh. know, when you put your reins in one hand to tighten the girth. And Manny decided to suddenly, you know, when they like ram their head on the floor, and you're not expecting it. Oh, so yeah, he yeah. did that and popped all the blisters. Oh my god, that's disgusting. Uh-huh. So he, I mean, I think that's a good effort oh. for wanker of the week. Definitely. So he branded you and then popped your blister. Mm-hmm. That he gave me. You can get sepsis from blisters, you know. Be careful. Don't say that. <laughs> Christ, it's all I bloody need. What about yours? Um. Well, I forgot a child this week. Um. Oh, that's quite a significant thing to forget. To yeah. Um, so I was working till eight um, one evening. And I think we'd had this conversation maybe two or three times about how Oscar was going to a friend's house. Because he, we actually actually even get clarification on it because it was to do, because they're in the same bubble at school. So he was, it was then clarified that, yes, he could go to this friend's house. Like, great. So anyway, um, yeah, and I think two or three times my husband said, no, yeah, you, you pick him up at eight o'clock and I'll take Isaac to cadets. So, all oh, right, great, great. So I promptly finished work, got in my car and drove home and didn't pick him up. Um, and I got home and I thought, oh, house is nice and quiet. Sat down, had a glass of wine, was watching TV. And then I get a text from Oscar and he says, have you forgotten me? <laughs> and I had to text back and go, yes, I have. I love though, how he didn't think you might have been held up at work. It wasn't like, you know, are you in no, traffic? It was just you. like, you've fucking well forgotten me, haven't you? <laughs> you've forgotten me, mum, haven't you? And um, so then I had to like phone. I was like, and then I, I tried to like bluff it. I was like, oh, 
I thought your dad was getting you. I knew full well he wasn't because we'd had the conversation three times. So then he was like, oh, I'll check with my dad. So he, t- he phoned my husband. Um, I knew, like I can imagine the conversation. No, your mum knows she was meant to be picking me up. But I managed to buy myself a little bit of time. Um, and then Have another glass back, of wine. And and I, just in. <laughs> I know. So I was like, well, I, I've had a glass of wine now. I can't go pick him up. And as you walk in, and then like, I don't know if they like practiced it or had like a discussion in the car. I doubt it. I think it was just one of those moments of just beautiful choreography. Which, is that the right word? Yeah. That works so well. So I was sat, choreography, that's it. So I was sat in the front room and then it's like a doorway to our hallway that you look out. And they all walked in one by one and they walked in and Oscar walked in first and he paused and he looked in the door. And he looked at me with a very disapproving look and he just carried on walking to the kitchen. And then Isaac walked in and he did the same, exactly the same, almost virtually the same look and then walked on into the kitchen. And then Sam did it too. Sam walked in and just looked at me. And Sam was the longest one. Not one of them said a word. They just all stood at the door, gave me this disapproving look and then carried on walking. And like, it was really funny. And all, I know even the dog appreciates it. And it was very funny, but I just like knew that I like I was going to get it in the neck. So I was like sat there like trying not to laugh because I was like, oh fuck, I forgot my child. But it is a little bit funny that I forgot him too. Um, and I did say to him afterwards, I went in, I said to the kid in the kitchen, I went like, I'm sorry, I forgot you. And he was like, okay, what are we going to do right now? And he went, I said, just think when you're famous and you get to go on like, a Graham Norton show or whatever to talk about you know whatever thing you're famous for your latest band tour or whatever all these funny anecdotes that you'll be able to tell people because of me being your mother like the time I forgot you like I don't think a 10 year old really understood really you probably honest. didn't appreciate it was maybe too soon I think, it, for that story it, a bit too soon yeah possibly <laughs> possibly a bit too soon but I'm giving it to him on a gift you know the gift on a plate, like, oh my God. Some people years come, don't have, appreciate, you know. Just don't appreciate what <laughs> I've done for him. They don't appreciate it at all. So yeah, I forgot my child. Um, but uh, yeah. But on the plus it. side, you got it some really, peace and quiet and you had a glass of wine I with did, your and a glass of wine. And when when, you, like, when and your children are invited to people's houses, they'll be like, you are coming though, aren't you? you you're not sending them with pyjamas because... <laughs> We were only planning on them being there for a couple of hours. Oh, I'd packed yeah, a suitcase no, really for him. <laughs> Just in case I forgot. Um, yeah, I, uh, I kind of, it was really quite funny actually because I did quite a few wankerish stuff this week. I also then had to go and pick something up and I went to the complete, I actually had got it delivered to a shop thinking I got it delivered to my local town. I didn't. I got it delivered to Bury. You know, like in Lancashire, that's about 200 miles away. So I live near Bury St. Edmunds. Okay. And then I'd got, it, and I'd got this frame, I'd paid for it, and got it delivered to Bury in Lancashire. It's about, about 300 miles away. Oh, that's that's so not I can't fuck that up. No, it's not the best. So I did that the next day. And so I, I actually did say to someone, I said, last podcast i said i've actually not been too much of a wanker it's like i'm going all out i'm like oh i'm gonna like just do as much as i can it's just gonna be the wanker chronicles of carla hang on two seconds hugo in so yeah yeah so you're racking them up absolutely i'm going i'm going go big or go home 
Well, we got one anyway, sent got his... in, um, Heather Dunn, and she said, Hello, I'd like to nominate myself for Wanker of the Week. I have two horses, my older mare, Phantom, and a younger gelding, Cisco. Cisco has always been nervous on the trailer. He comes off dripping in sweat. So I've been taking the horses for short car rides to hopefully get him more comfortable about travelling, which actually made me giggle because mm-hmm. she said car rides and I had visions of them like seatbelted in the back, <laughs> you know, with like snacks and an oh, iPad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Last weekend, we went for one of the car rides. I enlist my 68-year-old non-horsey mother to help me. I'm sensing grander vibes here. Um, I, I'm, I am. <laughs> yeah, my first thought was, oh, shit, here we go again. Um, to help me, as I need someone. <laughs> that's going to set me off laughing. Oh, my God. That story of your granddad. <laughs> like, I messaged you about that, didn't I? Yeah. I'll just be, like, doing stuff. I'll, I'll just be, like, going about my business. I'll be in Sainsbury's. And then the mental image of your granddad at that time pops into my head. And I, I start randomly laughing. Like, it really is an opportune moment. And I can't explain to anyone what it's about because I wasn't even there when it happened. I like anyway, that I'm story. Sorry. I love that story. Um, it's a brilliant story. Anyway. Yeah, so I need someone anyway. to put the bar up once I get Cisco onto my two-horse like trailer. Both the horses were loaded and we went for our drive. When we arrived back at home, the sun has set and it's pitch black out. I could smell the sweaty horse as soon as I dropped the ramp on the trailer, so I knew that Cisco had not had a relaxed ride. Usually I unclip him at the front and then my mum undoes the bar at the back and I back him out. But on this night, my mum was faffing about, so I thought I would unload him by myself. I went to the front clipped on the lead shank, left it to drape over the chest bar while he backed out. And I went to the back to undo the bar. Cisco took a couple of nice steps Mm. backwards and then stopped. He tried to take another step, then stopped. And I just couldn't figure out why he was stopping. He tried once more and pulled back, breaking his new leather head collar and ended up standing at the end of the ramp with nothing on. I looked into the trailer and saw that I had forgotten to unclip the trailer tie when I had put the lead rope on. Oh, no. <laughs> totally my fault. So Tis- Tisco? No. Cisco stands there, steam rising off the sweat. He realizes he is free of the murder box and so takes off into the black night. I know that he's not going to gallop oh, away no. never to be seen again. So I'm not too worried about him. But I sent my mum after him to find out where he went. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Like I love 68 it. Sixty eight year old non horsey mother. Go on, off you go. Just see if you can hear hoof prints somewhere. And if you can, just catch him. <laughs> he hasn't got a head collar on. Just grab him. Just go and catch that yeah, go and catch that galloping horse that's wound up from being on the trail. Off you go. So she said, Oh um, my god. Phantom was still on the trailer and she might have lost her shit if Cisco had galloped past. So I wanted to get her off before anything else happened. I'm getting her ready to Mm -hmm. unload and I hear my mum shout. I look over and she has tripped and fallen over a railroad tie that's that's next to the paved area (laughs) that she couldn't see because it was dark. She wasn't getting up, so I didn't know how badly injured she was and I thought I might have to take her to hospital with a broken leg. So I've now got a loose horse who is God knows where in the dark, my injured senior citizen mother on the ground in pain and the horse on the trailer 
who for once is being patient, but that won't last long. <sighs> this was yeah, moral no, dilemma no, time. It, who do I choose first? Yeah, this is. Who do you think? This really is actually, isn't it? This is like one of them boats where you got like get the chicken and the fox across. <laughs> Obviously, Who I chose first? to get Phantom off the trailer. <laughs> yeah, get the horse off the trailer. Yeah, absolutely. I'm Sorry, Mum. I took her into the barn. She, and I mean, tied to be fair, her. there's not a lot she can do, is there? Well, she probably could have picked the mum up. The mum's lying mean, on the floor in the pitch leg. black with the horse galloping <laughs> around. Could hurdle her any second. Well, well, Horses will try to avoid humans as much as they can. It's it fine. She made the right it. choice. She made the right call. It couldn't have seen the mum. Anyway, no judgment. It's got very good eyesight. <laughs> they eat a lot of carrots. Um, yeah, exactly. I took her into the barn to tie her up so I could establish the extent of the damage to my mother. And I was pleasantly surprised to see, and at this point I thought she was going to say, that my mum had got up. But no, she said, unknowns yeah. to me, Cisco had gone into the barn. Oh! <laughs> and was being contained by a lovely lady who had no idea what was going on and why the sweaty horse with nothing on had come running oh in by God. himself. Mum had scraped up her knee and was fairly bruised still a week later, but thankfully it wasn't broken. I haven't tried to put Cisco back in the trailer yet. Thankfully. And also, do you know how hard it is to find a replacement crown piece for a halter in oak bark colour? That's my story. I hope it's one Krishna for you. I was like, yes, Heather, definitely. I think one it bloody Krishna. is, mate. I think it is, definitely. I think, I think she pretty much had it one as soon as she mentioned sort of an old age pensioner helping her with a horse. I was like, we all know how much that, that sort of shit, because we're a bit twisted. How much that sort of shit makes us laugh. So quite frankly, she was onto a winner. She she could not lose. Even me leaving my child emotionally scarred for life is not going to be an all day pensioner falling over I know, and but like, not hurting themselves badly. You know, this yeah, horse put really that in doesn't like trailers. It's really stressy. Perfect. I've got just the person to help me with this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that. I might as well blindfold her because we're going to do it in the fucking pitch black. <laughs> and then, just the sting in the tail, I'm going to scare the shite out of the horse even more by forcing it to get off the trailer but leaving it tied up. <laughs> the horse is like, am I back? Oh am, I, am I not going back? Am I, am I going back? <laughs> oh. It's like... It's like getting an old age pensioner and basically putting it on like a really shit version of Total Wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> Catch the horse. <laughs> oh, bless her, God. I love these. I love these. Can we just get more? Don't get them injured or anything like that badly. Like just a couple, like a little, a little bruise is all right. Can we just have more old age pensioners or older or people helping with horses? I like that boyfriend. Boy, Non-horse ever. Yeah. Broke like him. I like that boyfriend that broke all his bones. Yeah, he was like <laughs> we sound like we sound could not right. we, I think we need to stop because this is not Could we maybe if if you don't have a story like that to send in, could you perhaps get somebody to help you do something with a horse that's slightly <laughs> unpredictable? I don't think that's too much to ask. <laughs> it's not much it's not much to ask it's not much it's it's the very nice rosette i mean it's it's worth it exactly 
I'm actually thinking I missed think, a trick. You know. I should have got like my granny to help me clip pancake <laughs> next time. <laughs> yeah, do that. Stand yeah. on a because he's really tall. Put him on a step ladder before you do, so that I, a wobbly that one and make it dark. Yeah, obviously but, won't turn any lights yeah. on. <laughs> make sure the like the bed or the bed's nice and thick. So when she does fall, don't break anything. Just yeah. like a bruise. But yeah, that that'd be quite funny. Perfect. Film it too. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not sick in the head. Not at all. Just to make a good podcast. We are going to leave it there. And we hope you have a lovely fortnight. And we will talk to you next time. Happy birthday to you for tomorrow. Bye-bye. And happy birthday to you for next time.